It's time to place your bets. Let's talk to the pros. Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and it's week zero. That's right. We're not officially kicking off the very big college football games, but there is going to be college football this weekend. And with that comes, of course, a Betting Pro show with Joe Pizapia and the one, the only, Scott Bogman. You follow him on the Twitter machine at Bogman Sports. You know him from In This League and the individual defensive uh, player podcast that he and I host over on Fantasy Pros, Boggs. This is it, baby. We're finally getting some college football games that matter and a few games to talk about. Not a lot, but enough at least to wet our beak, as it were. That's right. You know, this is the first taste. This is the one that gets you addicted right here. The uh, the week zero games for sure. So uh, we've all been fiending over some football that actually uh, matters and goes into the record books and all that stuff. Preseason's fun and everything and watching camps and spring games and all that is a lot of uh, it's a great time but there's nothing that beats the real thing, right, Joey? So we got some games to talk about for the real thing this week, and I'm pumped for it. All right, let's start with Nebraska on the road to Illinois. Nebraska is a seven-point favorite in this game. The over-under is 55. So, Boggs, take me through this game and this matchup and where you want to put your money. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of these, the, the, the four games that we have here are kind of um, tougher games to pick, but this Nebraska and Illinois one is particularly difficult because I see a lot of the sharps are on the Illinois side. You know, mm-hmm. Nebraska has a little bit of a distraction going on with Scott Frost right now. They've underperformed for the past couple of years. And I was a big Adrian Martinez fan when uh, he, you know, initially came to Nebraska and took over, looked pretty good to start. But he has disappointed, to say the least. And I don't know that he's that much better than the quarterback at Illinois, Brandon Peters. Uh, They're both, you know, guys that can run and pass, dual threat type of dudes. But I think just the strength of the roster in Nebraska makes them too tough for Illinois to run with, with a brand new head coach in Brett Bielema for week one. So for that reason, I'm going to play Nebraska on this. I'm going to lay the points. The over-under is a little trickier, but I think because uh, both these teams are going to want to run the ball, establish things week one, you know, not get too cute in this first week also, I'm going to take the under on this game. So my bet for this game, if I'm laying money, would be Nebraska minus the points, and I'm going to take the under on this one. All right, there you have it. Let's move on to UConn and Fresno State. Fresno State, massive favorites in this one, I guess you could say. 27 and a half. Uh, that's, a, that's a pretty good size number. It's not the, the smallest number we'll see all year. I'm sure we're going to see a couple bigger than that at some point. 62 and a half is the number for the over-under. Uh, you, my friend, are not a fan of this particular contest, I believe. No, I mean, look, uh, UConn, I can't put my money on UConn. I hate these giant lines, and nine times out of ten, if it's, 27 and a half points for anyone. I'm just going to give me the points. Just give me the points. That, that line is too big. You know, a quarterback gets hurt, a running back gets hurt, a key player, whatever, you know, uh, you lose just a little piece of your armor and that line is going to be too big. Not in this game. UConn hasn't played in two years when they did play, they were miserable. They're still pretty miserable. Uh, so for me, I'm going to take Fresno's, uh, state in this one. I'm going to lay the 27 and a half, which is, it makes my skin crawl a little bit to say it, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. And uh, the over under here is trickier for me than the line and the line. I don't like, but 
we UConn has to score points, I think, to get us to the 62 and a half. So can we really depend on them to score two touchdowns? I'm going to say yes, because we're going to get some garbage time. We should get some backup players and all that stuff, which also, you know, people will say may backdoor Fresno State in this. Uh, maybe they cover and in the fourth quarter, they let in some backups and now UConn is uh, still playing their starters. Maybe they get backdoored on that one, but I'm going to say that Fresno State is going to be up so big so fast. I don't think it's going to matter. Maybe UConn gets a touchdown or two in garbage time. So Fresno State, uh, they're just returning too much experience. Jake Hayner, very experienced. Ronnie Rivers and all Mountain West uh, running back, coming back. I love him. So I I think there's just too much firepower for Fresno State to dance around UConn. I think they're going to smash UConn, uh, and uh, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I mean, especially UConn traveling to that can't be very good for them. Mm. Uh, UConn on the road, UConn period, but UConn on the road even more so. All right, let's go Hawaii at UCLA. UCLA Bruins are favored by 17 in this contest. The number for the over under is 69. Now, you would think that UCLA kind of wins this one pretty handily from this line. Is it just as simple as that box? I I think they should dominate this game, but. Look, Dorian Thompson Robinson is coming in a little bit banged up here. And Hawaii, Hawaii is not known for defense, but Todd Graham taking over has them playing improved defense. They have a great track record of week one games of winning straight up. They're definitely not going to win this game straight up. Uh, UCLA also doesn't have a very good track record of covering in week one. So you add all that stuff up and. I just I don't like betting this game. I my gut tells me that it's going to be UCLA in a walk. I just think the you know the roster is too good. They had a couple top twenty five votes, not a ton, but you know a, a couple in there. Um, this is a good squad. Chip Kelly's got to have these guys running uh, this year. His job is on the line, so they're going to have to beat people and beat people in kind of a showy fashion for uh, Chip Kelly to get some better recruits and to hang on to this job here. So I'm going to take UCLA kind of makes my skin crawl again. I'm going to take the under on this 69 though. I think with Dorian Thompson Robinson being less than 100% and uh, Hawaii playing improved defense. I think we're going to stay under the 69 total. So give me UCLA and the under here. All right. UCLA and the under for bogs in that contest. Last one we're going to talk about is UTEP. At New Mexico State, UTEP is favored uh, in this one by nine and a half. The over-under is 54 and a half. Boggs, what are your thoughts on this contest? I mean, I don't know if we could pick an uglier game to start the <laughs> year here. I mean, look, UTEP, uh, UTEP is not good. They're ranked, they're, you know, just in overall ranks and stuff. They're going to be in the 120s, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a good squad. But they showed signs of life last year, and that's kind of all you can really ask for with a team like UTEP. They have some good offensive players. Uh, Hardison uh, is coming back. Uh, you know, he started uh, he started seven games for UTEP so far. Their best player is probably Deion Hankins, their running back. Uh, definitely their uh, best recruit they've probably ever had is Deion Hankins. Uh, Jacob Cowing was an all-conference player, the wide receiver last year. So they have some returning experience. New Mexico State was one of the teams that played in the spring league. They got blown out by Tarleton State, which is a huge loss. I mean, Tarleton State, too, had just come up from playing Division Three to FCS, and then they beat a Division One team in New Mexico State. So New Mexico State doesn't have a very strong roster. They're a transitioning team right now. So um, for me, I just 
there is no way I have any faith in New Mexico State staying close in this game, even though they're at home. Give me UTEP. Uh, I think it's going to be a bigger margin uh, of victory than this nine and a half. And 54 and a half is a really good number here. But because these teams are rough, I'm going to take the under on that too. So in this game, I'm going to go with UTEP. I spent a week in UTEP, uh, UTEP the other night, by the way, in El Paso the other night. It was terrible. But uh, I'm going to uh, take spent a week UTEP. one night in uh, El Paso. I like that, that. Very nice. That's what I was trying to say. Thank yeah, you for well, that's right. That's why I'm a comic genius. That's yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, give me UTEP and give me the under on this game. I just don't I don't have any faith in New Mexico State putting up points. All right. So, again, not a whole lot of games in week zero, but next week there's a ton. Oh, uh, just yeah. kind of looking ahead a little bit. We're going to tease everybody for next week's show because we're going to have a lot more to talk about. Certainly a lot more to digest. Uh, you've got some really fun games here on the slate as I'm already looking through here. Ohio mm-hmm. State, Minnesota, probably entertaining there. Uh, UCF, Boise State, I can't imagine that not being entertaining to say the least. But Boggs, what are some of the, the games that you've got your eye on already looking ahead? Well, Bama, Miami is definitely going to be uh, a banger in week one for sure. Um, you know, the, the other games, just looking through uh, the schedule here, you know, uh, I mean, the uh, the ranked games, at least, you know, mm-hmm. I, I throw up air quotes in uh, ranked games. Why is this not coming up for me? <laughs> uh, well, but looking looking through them, look, I mean, <laughs> you've got a, a fair amount here that I think are going to be enough to really start to sink our, our teeth into, you know, Georgia Clemson, certainly also That's on the fourth. The one. That is the one that I think all of us are looking forward to probably the most, uh, you know, when you have to the, the big dogs coming back year over a year, we could touch on this. And in case you missed it, uh, Bog and I already went through our preseason picks there for the Heisman, for some of the over-unders Boggs likes. And also uh, just yesterday we recorded uh, going through some of uh, maybe some potential outsiders into that playoff. But when you're looking at, you know, the big dogs coming back in, Obviously, Penn Alabama State, always looks good, Boston. but who else looks good to you in terms of roster construction this year? I mean, Georgia looks really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, that Clemson game is going to be huge week one. Uh, Penn State, Wisconsin is a huge week one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're going to see how uh, Cincinnati gets kicked off as they're trying to be the first G5 team to potentially make the playoff. I mean, not something that I would bet on, of course. Uh, we're going to see what my Longhorns look like under new uh, head coach Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, that's a big one. Um, you know, uh, th- there's, uh, uh, you know, get to see what Auburn looks like under uh, a new right. coach here, get to see what Tennessee looks like under Josh. I'd like Heifel. to see Auburn get back into a little bit better respectability. I mean, I, I kind of miss the, the good Auburn days back in the day with, you know, either the Cam Newton or when you had, you know, Cadillac and all the running backs and stuff like that. Those are some fun teams in, in Auburn. I like to see you go back to that. I, I got a question for you too, Bob. You know, it comes to Georgia. I feel like every year it's like, well, Georgia's going to be good this year. And every year we sit back and go, boy, Georgia kind of disappointed us. <laughs> Are they going to not disappoint us this year? Um, I, I mean, mean, I know I... they're kind of up against it. Georgia right out of the gate. Yeah. But is this kind of the game they need? Like, even if they just play really well in this game, is that enough of a confidence builder for them the rest of that season? Because I feel like this is the cycle we have every year with Georgia where we look at it and we go, well, Georgia should be pretty good. And then every year. They just kind of fall a notch below everybody. This is the most pressure Georgia has been under for sure. And 
look, they're, you know, the they were kind of like, you remember when the Vikings were just always a quarterback away, a quarterback away? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what Georgia has been recently, just a, a QB away. And it looked like they're going to get Jamie Newman coming in last year, and he was going to do it, and he didn't play because of COVID and all that stuff. JT Daniels, though, came in and showed some promise, which is why Georgia is going to be ranked very, very high. So he is going to be the key piece of making sure that Georgia is going to be a great team. You know, we talked about Ohio state on our show yesterday a little bit and um, you know, Stroud is going to be a big piece of that, but Ohio state, you know, they are by far, they're almost the difference between Ohio state and the rest of the big 10. It's almost at a Clemson to the rest of the ACC level. It's not quite there, but it is getting there, especially with Mich- Michigan sinking like a stone, keeping Jim Harbaugh there. I don't know what they're doing, but um, you know uh, th- they're going to be an exciting team. Th- this Clemson versus Georgia is the biggest Week One game because we expect. Look, Alabama should roll over Miami, and Miami is a good team, but we know Bama is perennial powerhouse. So okay. uh, I think that is going to happen. But I mean, we got there. There's some good uh, late action as well. I mean, Notre Dame plays Florida State. Week one, that's a late game. Louisville and Ole Miss play week one. And, and, you know, there's just tons of action. And just seeing, I think my favorite thing might be just seeing, you know, full stadiums uh, or a lot of, not all of them, but a lot of full stadiums and seeing the atmosphere return to college football is going to be a huge part of it. Yeah, that is going to be absolutely enormous part of it. And I'm with you. I'm going to be enjoying that too. You know, we did talk about Heisman, but let's talk a little fun too. Is there some other players? What other big time players are you really looking forward to this season getting your eyes on? I mean, Bijan Robinson is my it's all about you your Bijan, isn't it? And yeah, now you're dude. back home in Texas, too. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Everything's coming up for you right there. Right? Arizona product too, uh, out yeah. of Tucson. So uh yeah, I'm excited to watch Bijan. But I mean, you know, to see if Quinn Ewers uh gets on the field here, to watch DJ Longale uh with Clemson. I'm I know I'm butchering his name. I'm trying. Uh, but well, better uh, you than me, because I just call him <laughs> DJ. That's all I can do. I mean, but look, see, it took me a long time to get tongue of Iowa, but this is going to take me a lot longer to get this way. I can tell you tongue that right of Iowa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, you still messed it up, but, uh, <laughs> to, to see if some of these teams can return to form, I'd love to see, uh, UCF, uh, play well again. I'd love to see floor. You know, they're not Florida state. Florida state's been bad for a while. I'd love to see them return to form to see USC potentially get back into national title contention or just at least talk. You know what I mean? Um, LSU, I don't know that they're going to be there, but the SEC is always fun. Another year of Mike Leach, um, uh, you know, coaching Mississippi State. I mean, there are it, there's 130 teams, man. So there are a lot of storylines to go through here, and um, a lot of fun players to watch. Is Spencer Rattler going to work out? You know, we already talked about Bryce Young, but that that the whole Bama team can they keep this going? How long can Nick Saban go? Well, I mean, it just you know, success breeds success in college football, right? Yeah. When you have a good program and you have continuity and you're winning, everybody wants to go where there's winning. And even if they have to split time and stuff like that, and look, sometimes it gets messy, and sometimes you get the kids who transfer out of there. But for the most part, it's tough. It's incredible with Nick Saban and that group's been able to do year over year, and we'll see if they could do it all again, but. We'll be with you every single week along for the ride. So 
Make sure you're uh, following us over at Betting Pros. And also make sure that you are uh, checking us out at bettingpros.com too, getting all your lines from there because you want to make sure you get the best opportunities for all of the different betting houses. And that's what Betting Pros does. So make sure you go to bettingpros.com. You can follow us also at Betting Pros NFL on the Twitter machine. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Bogman, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Yeah.